everybody. Welcome back to the Womp TV podcast produced by Braintree High students. I, Sarah Dreisel, host this episode, and today I am joined by Evan and EOL and Caitlin on sound. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Very good. Yeah. Today's headlines are the current Hollywood strike happening in Los Angeles and New York, and we'll be hearing our share later from Evan and EOL about prom with the 2024 class president. All right. So how have you guys been this week? Been... You gonna talk? I'm still. I, I'm still here. I mean. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Evan, you got like, what? Like two weeks left. Ten days. So I forgot you're a senior. <laughs> yeah, ten days. Everyone does. Yeah, you're a little senior. Everyone. Th- I, I went to go get my nails done for prom, and the lady goes, "Where's your mom?" I go, "I drove here," and she's like, "Wait, I thought you were 13." Understandable. It's like, dang. Okay, that kind of hurt. But um, yeah. How about you, Will? Not much, really. I mean, it's the middle of the week, Wednesday, but um, we're still hanging in there. We're not like uh, Evan. He has, like, what, two more weeks left. We still got probably, like, a probably like a full month left. 25 Maybe. days. Yikes. You. Have fun. You're going to leave us here? Yeah. I've known you since, what, elementary school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So you leaving. Breaking my heart. I'll just annoy you while you're in class. So maybe you shouldn't come back and be like a little stalker, but you know, do what you want. No, dude. I'm just going to. I'm just going to every time I'm like doing something fun while you're still stuck in school. I'm just gonna be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> well, I would receive those messages if we actually had Wi-Fi in this school. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can I talk about the prom. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Nothing's on you. Uh, last Saturday was junior prom. Um, Caitlin and Neowell both went. No, no, so no. That that's not true. I didn't go. You didn't go. <laughs> I didn't oh, tell you guys. I didn't say anything last podcast. Did no, you? forget about it. No, I didn't, no, besides the point, no, I didn't go. I was up in uh, Malden with my uh, cousins and stuff, but uh, no, I didn't go. I heard, like, stuff about the prom and stuff. What yeah. about uh, you? Uh, I went. Me and my friends, we were part of the problem. <laughs> we, problem. We left at around 7.30-ish. You want to talk about, like, the so-called problem, which we're going to get into with the share uh, yeah. when I talk to Mano, but... Yeah, so the huge issue was everyone was leaving around 7 o'clock, and prom started at 6. <laughs> so $60 for an hour? Yeah. How long is it usually, like three hours, two? Yeah, three, so I went to nine. But the issue was is that not only did we spend $65, the girls were spending like 500 getting their dress. No, with the dress, too. I mean, unless you. they, you know, like they see themselves wear it like next year and stuff, you know, for senior prom, which I hope would be a lot better than junior prom because I heard pretty – Pretty mixed things about it. Actually, not even mixed. A lot of negative things about it. Yeah. I just heard it was mediocre. It was really... And I want to give my friends credit because I have a friend in Stuco, Chris Erler, who helped a lot with it all. And he was like, I spent so much time on that Eiffel Tower thing. And that, that thing was cool. Chris made that? Yeah. Or at least like he and like some other people maybe. But that thing was cool and it was up for like two hours and then everyone left. And it was found the next day in a trash bin. <laughs> it was so bad. I feel bad now, dude. I feel so bad. And I don't know. Just the whole thing was kind of like, okay, nothing's, nothing too fancy about this. What a um, waste of cardboard. What a waste of cardboard. <laughs> um, and didn't we just have the last of the AP exams? Are we still doing that? I think the last one is tomorrow. Has anyone been a part of that? Nope. Nope. Thank nope. God. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Well, I was going to talk about that, but no one's here to talk about that. 
Uh, I'm going to do the headline. Um, there's currently a Hollywood strike happening. It's been going on since May 2nd in 2023. Um, and Hollywood's our writers are unable to agree on a higher pay um, from Hollywood studios such as Netflix and Walt Disney Co. Stopping shows such as Stranger Things, Ser- Severance, Marvel Blades, Grey's Anatomy, and the new sequel of The Hunger um, Hunger Game, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. The Hunger Games movie. We're definitely not getting the next Marvel movie, but um, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, how much are these writers getting, you know, paid? Because, like, they're, like, say, for example, they write, like, the next, like, big movie or whatever. It was around 400000 a For year. a whole script? I think it was, like, yearly play. Like, yearly. Yearly? And, like, what kind of, like, I mean, if it's, like, reasonable, like, the, like, I mean, salaries, 400000 seems like. I mean, I'll, that's basically the same amount as, like, if you were, like, the president and stuff. But, I mean, I think like, how hard do you, like, work for this script? Like, do you work, like, days in and days off? Like, Well, I kind of get it because when, just in, like, a couple of, like, years, their pay dropped 14%. Oh, okay. That right, makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a lack of agreement of um, the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. And that makes up around fifteen thousand percent of the, I mean, fifteen thousand of the writers. So a lot of things have been just shut on halt. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd rather the writers get fair pay and we get good things back rather than they taking people to take the writer's job and we get really bad movies and things Ugh, like that. Be awful. I mean, the Netflix movies, like sometimes we get those and I'm like, what? That's like the worst of worst worlds options. What just happened and what was going through their head? <laughs> Um, so they officially, like, the whole thing was that they weren't going to strike until, unless they reached an agreement, and the strike officially began, like, five days ago, and it would mean that the fir- this would be the first time that all scripts will be halted since COVID, and nothing will be able to carry on. Hey, guys. <laughs> and it's believed that it could last up to three months. Okay, so nothing new for three months and like a few months time from that because they got everything on back order for now and then there's boom no more stuff it's so bad and like i don't know it just sounds like a lot of work <laughs> and now like everything's to be halted and we're not gonna get anything good out of it i mean i think i think cgi artists should take a page out of their book honestly they're also oh, way overworked bad no like the whole like I feel like just Disney in general does that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about, like, the whole, like, TV and, like, what's it called? Um, movie oh. films yeah. stuff. Where, if you were thinking for a person in broadcast and I would know that, I don't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just kind of been, like, awkward and stuff. I've seen TikToks about it. Have you? Can you talk about that? Because I haven't seen anything about it. It's more like a few people are just going through, like, what the steps of a strike are and, like, picket lines, things like that, explaining explaining strikes to the general populace so more people understand what's going on and why this is happening. Cool. You know what else um, happened? The teachers just, didn't they finally reach an agreement? I believe so. They did. Didn't, didn't um, Mr. Nellis just say that? Let's hope they did. Let's hope they did. Be really cool. Good for them. Good you want to step on confirms for sure. <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Mr. Nellis. Nothing's stopping you. No oh. one can stop me. He's, he, just, he left the room. <laughs> Evan has left the room. 
spread. Oh, Evan, has, Evan, has come. Evan is back in the room. He said they did reach an agreement. And that's all I got from that? That's all he said. That's <laughs> okay. all he said. No cool. figures, numbers, nothing. Right. Nope, they just have an agreement. Someone go on the Insta, I don't know. That, that's good, uh, I guess. I don't think you actually can. I, there's I, no, I can. There's, there's no, there's no in this Yeah. No <laughs> more black shirts on Tuesdays. <clears throat> I forgot right. about those. All right, would you guys like to, or would you guys like to explain um, the share? Well, I'll do the honors. So, um, obviously, we were just talking about this past Saturday was a uh, junior prom, and I, I'm planning on, I was, I'm going to talk to Mano about, you know, how he planned everything, and also, like, you know, what he saw, like, out of the outcomes of prom, and, like, how he raised funds for it. It's a lot of stuff just to highlight, you know, kind of the main focus for uh, class president Mano, so uh, here's the share. Hello and welcome to The Share, I'm Eo Tushage. This past Saturday was Brentree High's annual junior prom. Here to talk about the planning and what went behind this year's junior prom, along with his time raising funds for his class, is Class of 2024 President Mano Bonhomme. Hello, UL. Thank you for having me on this awesome show. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get straight into it. All um, right. When exactly did you take over your role as a class president? Uh, this year, first week of school was first week, well, it, yeah, it was this year, September. Um, I kind of just jumped in. I w hadn't been on student council last year, so they kind of had to show me the ropes. But after that, I think I took, like, like full, like, responsibility at around, like, s term two, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And what, you know, kind of made you want to become class president? Um, well, last, I have one um, senior friend. His name is Will Rafty. He told me, like, maybe you should be class president, like, just jokingly, like, because our class was like kind of in trouble from last year um the funds were kind of low things like that so I, I just said you know what i'm just gonna run and see what happens and then i won't so that's what happened so when exactly did you kind of start planning or raising funds for a junior prom did it kind of just begin as soon as you be uh, became president or? um at first it was just brainstorming like what should we do when should we do it but after like the first month, I think like especially like October, we got Qdoba, we had Jake and Joe's, we had Powder Puff, we had Chipotle. So I think that's when we started doing fundraising, and we definitely got a lot of turnout. So that was good too. How would you describe like the financial state of uh, our junior class from uh, when you first when you first became uh, class president up until now? Yeah, um, at the beginning we came in with. A low amount of money. Um, the seniors obviously had more, but so did the sophomores, which was kind of disappointing that the sophomores made more m money their first year than we did in our first two years, of course, because of COVID. But uh, we came in with under 3K, around $2,000. And after some fundraising, after um, Junior Prom, Junior Prom gave us a massive boost. And after Powder Puff at the beginning of the year, I think we're around. So we're the high teens, somewhere around $18,000, $20,000 maybe. Um, so we definitely, this year's student council definitely like picked it up. And why do you think, you know, the class made that kind of improvement um, in the last I, few years? I think it was really like the urgency because last year, like we weren't really building towards something, but this year it was junior prom. Like we could not have done junior prom with $2,000, so we had no choice but to. Um, start things and I think a lot of people in our class really understood that like they knew that junior prom was gonna have to happen and they also knew that we couldn't do it with two thousand dollars I think a lot of people knew how much money we had so I would say that people knowing that and a new student council pretty fresh I think that kind of helped us out 
Now, moving to Saturday's prom, how were ticket sales for uh, this year? Uh, ticket sales were, they were good. I can't say I was disappointed. We had around 260, 270 people who came to junior prom. Braintree High students? Um, not all of them were Braintree High students. We allowed oh, yeah, guests. for yeah, guests from outside. So I would say around 200 would, about 200 people from Braintree High. But we had like 400 people in our class. So next year, definitely looking to get more people, more turnout, more money, more funds for that. Mm-hmm. Did you kind of expect, you know, that much people to show up? And how much exactly, if you didn't already say, you know, did you raise a loan from Junior Prom? Um, was I expecting it? Uh, I, when I saw the spreadsheet, I, I thought it was a lot of people, like 262 people. That's a lot of people, especially on a spreadsheet. But then when I went to Junior Prom, like, I'm not sure all 260, 270 people actually went to Junior Prom and for how long. So, uh yeah, I would say I was a little bit, I was surprised with the amount of people we had, but a little bit disappointed with um, people who actually attended prom. Mm-hmm. And many, you know, juniors themselves who attended prom and some junior advisors that stated kind of like many people who attended prom just left like an hour in or less than that. And why do you think, you know, that is really? Uh, you know, I have to criticize our grade a little bit here because um, homecoming came around and people only spent like 30 minutes at homecoming and they they left i saw a lot of people around like 6 30 because we had a policy you can't come in after 6 30 but i saw people like crowding the door at like 6 15 like purposely waiting um so i think it's like personal preference things like that but you know um hopefully next year and for junior problems in the future for the generations after us like they start lasting longer and people start realizing that this is actually a really important like it's like it's supposed to be fun. Like when you look back, you say, "Oh, like this was junior prom." Like you got posts, take pictures. So it was a little bit disappointing, but you know, that's it is what it is. And do you think you know students leaving prom, you know, less than an hour in, is kind of like a reflection or a symbol on like how they feel about engaging with other students in their class, just as a whole, like as a school? Yeah, I think I think not. Not a lot of people would say that schools are best, like their favorite place, of course. But I think that the problem is exactly what you said, UL. Like a lot of people don't like engaging with their classmates. A lot of people don't like staying at school events, which is understandable. Like Branch High School is not like the Eiffel Tower. It's not Boston, but of course, it's still a very important um, event. So it was a little bit disappointing, like to see like we have the smallest grade. So I think that. Maybe I would think that our class would be a little bit closer and maybe stay longer and things like that. But, you know, a lot of people just decided to leave, go to after parties after. But um, 7.30 is pretty early. Um, a lot of people go to bed, like, midnight on school nights. So on a weekend, it's not crazy to be at school at, like, 8, 8.30. So, and I, I know a lot of... Like, people want to go to places afterwards, but 8.30 to start an after party, 9, that's not necessarily late. Um, I can't speak for everybody, but I, I just don't think that leaving at 7.30 was, like, good. Despite that, do you still think that prom in your mind is kind of a success, or do you feel like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it was a success. Like, um, our grade definitely bounced back from the last first two years. The first two years, um, COVID happened. We went from two thousand dollars to almost twenty k in a year, like 
primarily because of junior prom. Um, so I think it was a success. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. The decorations were nice. Um, we had a lot of people, a lot of hands, a lot of teachers were happy to help. So I think it was still a success. Mm -hmm. And you plan on getting involved, whether it is class president or just student council, getting involved in the class again? Yeah, I, I definitely think it is important to get involved next year. I think that we did a good job. And, of course, the council did a really good job. Like, I was just... Like, I, it, it may say president under my name, but the council deserves all the credit. And I think that if we could bring, like, a similar council to next year. Personally, I'm running for student body because um, I think that's more of my role. And I think a lot of people should run for student council because the more people that run, the more people know, the more people get involved, and then the better of a grade we are. Mm, also, you know, so you're going to be involved with some council, but not class president. So why do you think mainly, like, you didn't want to become class well, president once again? Well, I, th I don't think it's about class president. Like, I, if I were to run again, I, w I could run for class president, but I think student body is where um, I would have a better role. Um, a lot of people, I know a lot of people, I'm not going to say names, but I know a lot of people who would be a better class president than me, to be honest. Um, a lot of people more passionate about that, more people who are more hands-on about that. Um, you know, I just think that my role would be better served as in like student body, pep rallies, spirit week, um, like getting like a bunch of people to participate in events. I think that's where my role would be better served. Mm -hmm. Do you have like any advice for like whoever's gonna become the next class president? Um, for the next class president, I think it's extremely important that you pay attention to your council because I could not have done any, well, I did not do anything without my council. Like, it's a team. Like, it's just that, like, I get, like, a captain. I get some of the recognition, but I think that everybody pulled their weight. There are 10 people on the council, and I think I did 10% of the work, and everybody did 10%. So I'm really grateful for those people. So I think the next class president should definitely, definitely focus on, like, being a team player. All right, thank you. All right, Mano out. Cool. All right, so I'm going to give you guys the trivia. And I want mm -hmm. to celebrate Whitney Houston's new movie. And I want to know if either of you guys have even seen it. The movie? No, but I know of Whitney Houston. We both know of Whitney Houston. Of Whitney I guess. Houston. So, okay, so I'll do some trivia with the new movie. Uh, what was Whitney Houston's first top 10 hit? A, I want to dance with somebody. B, my love is your love. C, saving all my love for you. Or D, greatest love of all. I think A or C. I don't want, I feel like A would be wrong just because like I feel like she kind of blew up before it, but I don't know too well, so I'm going to just go with A, I guess. I'll, I'll go with C then. It was C, saving all my love for you. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was her top 10. She, that's a good song though. You guys need to listen to that if you haven't. Okay, what, this is a, I feel like this is an easy one, but it might not be if you didn't watch the movie. What other legendary vocalist is Cousins of Whitney Houston? Diana Warwick, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, or David Bowie? Diana Warwick. Um, I don't know, I feel like it would be C or D. I, I might just go with D, I guess. The other three sound like tricks. You think Whitney Houston's related to David Bowie and Diana Warwick? So it's Diana Warwick... 
and I know you guys don't know who that is, but she made songs. She made the song Alfie. It's a really good song. You guys have to listen to that one. I knew it wasn't gonna be Aretha Franklin because I mean that age gap. I feel like that's a huge <laughs> yeah. age gap. I know it was. I knew it wasn't her belly. It was a fifty-fifty shot. I can't remember. Steve, I think it, I think Aretha Stevie. Franklin. <clears throat> like I think they were so close. I, I'm. I think they were like so close to the point where it's like almost like uh, odd thing. And I, I don't know. I I just didn't feel like it would be Stevie, but. <clears throat> okay, this one's might be a little harder. Who did Whitney Houston's mother sing backup for? A. Elvis Presley, Jimi Hendrix, Van Morrison, or all the above? Okay, I know for a fact that one was Elvis. I'm trying to think of their more. What were the other ones again? Jimi Hendrix and Van Morrison. Or uh, all all the above. I think it's all. I feel like she did with Jimi Hendrix, so therefore it has to be all. I guess guess so. I guess all of the above. (laughs) Yeah, so it's all the above. I feel like that one was pretty easy here. Cause just cause her mom was amazing. I love her. Okay, this one's no. You, if you guys don't get this, I'll be very disappointed. Oh, be prepared. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was actually Sarah. In case we get it wrong. Yeah, that that would be me if you guys got this wrong. In which film did Whitney Houston make her acting debut? And the hint is, or no, I'll tell you hint if you guys can get it. Get it. A. Roger and Hammerstein, Cinderella. B. The Bodyguard. Or C. Wayne to Exhale. What's the hint? Uh, she sings, I will always love you, and I have nothing in this movie. That ain't Rogers. That's, that ain't Roger and Hammerstein. That's, that's got to be Bodyguard. What are other three options? Um, I, I only have I two other. It's Wayne to Exhale and Cinderella. Wayne to I guess the like, other one. Not Cinderella, I guess, because I feel like she wouldn't sing that. I don't know. Roger and Hammerstein, Cinderella does not have that song. <laughs> or Wayne to Exhale. Yeah, no, it's not so that. Bod- so. Do you think that's the Bodyguard or Wayne to Exhale? Let me take a sale, I guess. So it's actually The Bodyguard, and it's a movie about, I think she she's like a celebrity, and like, I actually haven't seen the movie, I really have to, but it's um, a movie about her being like a big celebrity, and she like falls in love with her bodyguard. It's really cute. I gotta start listening to some uh, Winnie Houston, yeah. I feel like, I, I can't pretend that I'm not, you know, like a, that I'm actually like listening to her and stuff. Like I know of Whitney Houston, some of her songs, but I might have to watch that movie. It's really good. The Bodyguard, I, I want to watch it so bad, but I don't know where to watch it. I think I have to go thank my mother for being a Whitney Houston fan yes, right now. Yes, you do. I, I, I got all Mrs. of them right. Mrs. Noun. I love Mrs. Noun. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing at that, Sarah? Huh? I love her. Fair. I love Mrs. Noun. <laughs> she loves me. <laughs> where did... <laughs> okay, last question. Where did Whitney Houston famously perform the national anthem? You guys better know this. This is an like, iconic. I don't even think you need to read this. Iconic. With what, with what the options are. Olympics, World Series, Super Bowl, or presidential presidential inauguration. I know. <laughs> I, I think I could say for a fact it must have been the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl. Knew it. It's most like, out of like all the times I've seen the national anthem, Nothing will ever be when Winnie Houston performed it. The idea of her singing at the presidential inauguration, though, <laughs> is beautiful. And you like how I can't pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you for listening, and if you would like to see more projects produced by Braintree High students, you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Womp TV. Sign off this week with this group of people and Evan Noun's last po- podcast ever. Would you like to say bye? Bye, guys. The rest of us will be uh, back uh, after this, but um, I guess, I guess that's it. Eventually. High five. High five. Bye.
That was really bad. bad. Yeah, there we go. Bye.